0: Thank you so much for this privilege to be able to speak to you today. It's quite an honor. And um, I, love, I love this subject, It's My Life, um, being naturally supernatural. And I feel <clears throat> if, you, if you get a bulletin every week, you'll see on our bulletin it has, this might be an old one, but it has, um, if you open it up um, and underneath our picture, we have uh, our mission on there. And it says to raise up fully devoted followers of Christ who would take the reality of God's kingdom to Onondaga County and the world. And raise up is basically um, a fancy word for make disciples to equip. The Bible talks about the, the pastors, you know, the teachers, the evangelists, um, the prophets, and, and the um, apostles are there. Um, to equip the body, which is you, the body of Christ, to do what Jesus did, to do the work of the ministry. And so here today, I'm going to be doing that, um, and I'm just going to be talking about um, something that we use here, and we teach in our discipleship process um, here at Faith Chapel. But um, we felt like, let's do it this summer. Let's just like put a you know, let's let's just let's just dive in <laughs> and teach our body and give them a taste of um, kind of what we teach in our discipleship process that we have here. And so last week, my husband started and he talked about words of knowledge. Um, which is just words that, that God gives to someone for someone else to bring healing or deliverance or life. And, and if you missed that, it was super good. And you don't worry if you missed it, you can go online and you can listen to it um, right on our website. You go to Messages and you can hear it. And today I'm going to be talking about something that Jesus did a quite a lot of, and that's um, praying for the sick. How many know that's a relevant subject in our world today? There is a lot of people that are suffering. And I believe, I mean, the Bible talks about when Jesus taught them how to pray, he said, um, on earth as it is in heaven, right? And we know when we get to heaven, there's not going to be any sick people. And we know there's a lot of sick people on earth. There's a lot of people... Um, that are oppressed from the devil. The Bible talks about God being good and the devil being bad to make it completely simple. And so us here, as believers, we're called to destroy the devil's work, which God gave us the authority and the power. Um, And so uh, that's what I'm going to teach you about today. And some of you, don't worry if it's over your head. Just nod and smile. (laughs) It's okay, and some of you, if you if you get it, I'm I'm really believing that you're really going to get it, and God's going to use you in so many powerful ways. Um, what I'm going to talk about, Jesus, his his to beginning, I'm just going to lay out some scriptures. Um, healing was really a central part to Jesus' ministry. I don't know about you guys, but as you read through the Gospels, you see constantly that Jesus healed the sick, he cast out devils, he raised the dead, he did all those things. And so if, if you could, I'm going to put a few scriptures, and we're just going to look at them. In Matthew 4, 23, and it says, now, if it can get up there, I don't know if it can, if not, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, it says, now Jesus um, went about Went all about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Amen. And then you see, as as you go down in Matthew uh, chapter ten, and there's a few verses. We'll do do one, five, seven, and eight. And uh, it says that Jesus gave the assignment to his 12 disciples. So you see in Matthew 10, chapter 10, it says, When he called his 12 disciples to them, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And then it says, "These These 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, go as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers lepers sorry <laughs> raise the dead cast out demons freely you have received now freely give and then it doesn't stop there jesus just didn't say just to his 12 disciples it went goes even further and he started talking to the 70 in luke chapter 10 verses 1 and 2 and 9 and it says these things it says um, after uh, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also And sent them two by two before his face Into every city and place where he himself was about to go He said to them, and heal the sick and who are, who are there And say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you And now, not only did Jesus pass it on to the 70 disciples that were that were saved and raised up in his ministry he goes even further are you kidding me huh he goes even further and this is what he says that he he uh commissions all believers in marks chapter 16 15 through 8 and it said and he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will can be condemned and these signs will follow those who believe Does it say those pastors or those disciples or anything like that? It says what? Those who believe. believe. So believers. I don't know who's in this room, but I hope there's a lot of believers in Jesus in this room. And this is what he said. He said, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it by." It will by no means harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. And so what I'm going to teach to you today is something that, that we teach. It's not the only, um, only way to pray for people who are sick. It's not the only way, but it's the way that Jim and I use and some who, um, who have been through our process use, and we find it very effective. And before I learned this model, um I, I had a theology about, you know, what the Bible said that, you know, those who believe will lay hands on sick people and they'll, they'll get well. I had a theology. I believed the Bible, um, but I never really saw it in my own life. And so I believed it, but I didn't see it. And so when I started learning this and we had opportunities uh, to be at places where this was taught and we had, Jim and I went on a ministry trip to Brazil and we, we were immersed in, in, in this uh, type of praying for the sick. And, and so we have found that it has just been so successful. And now it is so common for me to pray for people and see them healed that it's, un, it's, it's, it's weird when they don't. So um, I'm believing that this will transfer in your life today (laughs) that you will catch what god has taught me very simple i'm going to be very basic it's a teaching um so hopefully today you will just be equipped in your tool belt your spiritual tool belt to be able to do what god has called us to do not just to save souls but to bring the kingdom of heaven amen to this earth so we're going to do that are you guys ready are you ready? Okay, so this is just, I mean, this is just a model. This is a, the, the perfect thing I want you to really understand is to do what Mary told um, Jesus to do um, at the wedding in Cana. Uh, or she told the, the, um, the, the takers at the wedding of Cana, the, the, the servants or whatever, Jesus, Mary said to them, she said, do whatever he tells you to do. You remember when they had the the wine turned into wa- or the water turned into wine? Mary said, "Do whatever He tells you to do." That is the point I want to come across right away. Do whatever God tells you to do. Amen. When you're praying for people, do whatever God tells you to do, to be dependent on them. And then also, before I t- begin to teach it, just like the, uh, the Apostle Paul talked about, he said, he talks about that us to be co-laborers with Christ. That means to cooperate what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. And so that's what I want to preface before I begin to teach these steps, because you know what, you could, you know, get legalistic with the steps, but the main thing is to do what he tells you to do amen do what he tells you to do he may tell you to do this he may tell you to do something different i mean if you look at jesus's life he told them to put mud on people and that's totally crazy right in the natural we wouldn't do that but jesus uh was the father told jesus to do that and so the bottom line is to do what jesus told them to do and to be totally dependent upon god and not on yourself amen to be totally dependent on the Holy Spirit. And so there's, I'm going to talk about the five steps right away, and then I'm going to go in and explain them. Amen? And then haha, we're gonna, I'm going to bring a volunteer up. I think Chris Sotello. Sorry, Chris. Are you, oh, he's back there? I'm going to do Isaiah. Sorry, Isaiah. Just going to mess with you a little bit. I'll call you up in a little bit. Because I want this to be so practical today that when you leave, you're like, I can do that. I mean, because this model is so practical that you can have your hand in your pocket. You don't have to raise your voice. Come on. <laughs> you can be natural and pray for the sick and see God use you. Amen? And that's what we're called to do. And not just in the church, but wherever you go, you can see it. And people won't even know that you're praying. That's how cool this, this model is. Amen? So um, the, the, I'll give you the five steps, and I'll explain them. The first step, if you're taking notes, the first step is the interview. And the second step, you got that, the interview. The second step is the prayer selection. The third step is the prayer ministry, praying for effect. The fourth step is stop and re interview. Am I going too fast? Are you guys good? Okay. I'm so sorry. Interview first, number one, interview. Number two, prayer selection. Number three, prayer ministry. You're going to pray for him. Number four, stop and re-interview. Are you? Got, am I doing all right? Stop. stop and re-interview. And number five, post-prayer suggestions. Okay. So the first one is very simple. Um, you you are just going to want to talk to someone and care for them. All right, so you want to find out, let's say you see someone and they are on crutches or, you know, they're obviously limping or something. Um, You know, we we run into people all the time and um, that are are sick and not doing well. Care for them. Ask them what happened. You know, you know, find out their their name. You know, ask them what happened. Um, How did this happen? Maybe they had gotten into a car accident Find all of the information you can. Um, You know, uh, you can ask them simple questions um, like, let me see, how long have you had this condition? Do you know what the cause is? Have you seen a doctor? You know, you just ask them questions. Um, What does he say? Has he diagnosed you? Um, Do you remember um, when this started? Have you had it for a long time? And... Um, did something, sometimes when people are sick, uh, when they have a condition, you would be surprised that when the condition started, a lot of times that there's a traumatic event associated when they have this condition. I had a time where I was praying for a woman, and she had um, neck pain, I believe. Um, it's, it's so hard for to remember all these testimonies. I've got to be better with writing them down. But uh, she had uh, neck pain. And when I was talking through the interview with her and asking her how this started, I realized that she's had this neck pain for like 10 years. And come to find out, 10 years ago, she had gone through a divorce and just was going through all of these things in her life. And it just sometimes, it just, you know, uh, brought on the sickness. And sometimes if you look at medical studies, a lot of times they say a good percentage of sicknesses are what they call Psychosomatic. It's like an emotional thing that happened in their life that caused something to to, uh, uh, manifest in their body. You know, how many have heard of that? Um, And so uh, sometimes you'll see that. And you want to find this out before you start praying. You just want to be able to find out everything about this person so that you can pray effectively. And so um, as I began to pray and as I led her through, um, I found that she had a lot of hurt. He, He had cheated on her and all of this stuff. And so I realized that I had to lead her through a prayer of forgiveness. You know, I had to lead her and I had to help her to forgive her husband. And so as she began to do that, as I began to lead her into praying, because how many know Jesus talks a lot about forgiveness and he talks about if you can't forgive, you can't be forgiven. It's a big deal. And a lot of times, bitterness and unforgiveness manifests in in bodies. There's arthritis that can happen. All of these things. I'm not saying that's always the case. Please don't misunderstand me. But a lot of times it does manifest with a traumatic thing that happened. And you know what? It's all bad. It's not all good. God wants us to be uh, live an abundant life, to live free and and full of joy and not in pain. And so... Um, I began to lead her in a prayer of forgiveness. And I didn't even get to pray for her healing because God healed her right after that. And so it was so amazing. Isn't that amazing? And so God just broke that because that's what it was. It was more emotional healing that she need, needed than physical healing. And so um, that was the interview. Um, you know, and really when you're doing this the whole time through this model, you've got to be listening to them with one ear and listening to the Holy Spirit with the other, okay? So you want to listen to what God's saying. You want to listen to what he's telling you to do. And the most important thing is you want to be loving to the person. You never want to make them feel uncomfortable. You want to be sensitive to their needs because you're there to care for them you know, and and to love them and to make them feel loved and to bring healing into their lives. And so when you're not loving, it can bring more harm than good. How many know what I'm talking about? (laughs) If you're gruff. So um, so that's what you do. The next step is uh, the prayer selection. And this is, there's two different ways that you can pray. You can pray in a petition, which a lot of times most of us are used to, Where you petition the Lord, you say, Lord, I just ask you to come and heal this person um, and to bring uh, healing to their leg or whatever it is that their condition is. And one thing I forgot to say when you start praying, the most important thing to do, and which is very hard for people, and it was very hard for me to start getting into the habit of, is pray with your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. Pray with your eyes open. And you want the person who you're praying for to get into an attitude. You want them to put them at peace. You don't want them to feel uncomfortable. You don't want them. B- Sometimes people watch, you know, healing crusades on TV and the person's all loud and slaps them in the back of the head. and It can be a little scary, you know, but we don't do that in this model. <laughs> it's very kind and loving. And so when you're, keep that in mind, when you're praying for people, sometimes they can have that in the back of their head, like, is she going to slap me? <laughs> is she going to make me embarrass me? Is she going to do something that, you know, I'm not comfortable? Is she going to hurt me, you know? And so, so be very loving, um, and so keep your eyes open, because what happens when you start praying, and And you start inviting the Holy Spirit to come. Because he's the healer. It's not you. You're co-laboring with him. You're cooperating with what the Holy Spirit's doing. you got this person in front of you. And you're listening to to the Holy Spirit. And you're listening to them. And you're cooperating. But you, sometimes, when you pray for someone, if you have your eyes closed, uh, you you could miss out what God's trying to show you, what he's doing in them. For instance, yesterday, we were at Feed the City. We went out um, and ministered, and it was really awesome. We gave up 50 bags of groceries, and um, we just had such a wonderful time. And we were at—Jim and I were partners together, which is really fun. Not normally do that. But um, anyway, so uh, as we were praying for this woman, if I had my eyes closed, we invited the Holy Spirit to touch her. As, if I, we had our eyes closed, she would have fell and hit her head on the concrete. This person. But we had our eyes closed and we're like, whoa, she's like, wow, what is happening? Are you pushing me? And we're like, no, we're hardly touching you, you know? So you want to make sure that you keep your eyes open because you know what? You're you're co-laboring with the Holy Spirit and he may start to do something. You may see that they start to tremble. You may see that their eyes start to flicker. You may see intense peace. You may see what the Holy Spirit is doing. And so you want to... Uh, co- cooperate with what he's doing, so you want to keep your eyes open, and you always want to bless what he's doing, because it's what he's doing is what you want to be in, in line with, amen? So let's say, um, and I didn't like, okay, so the one is petition, the other one is command, the next one is command, and so that's more, you think of, oh my goodness, I remember hearing about the command, I think, how could you command God? This has nothing to do with commanding God, this is about commanding the sickness to be healed, Jesus prayed like this a lot in the Bible. You'll see it in certain prayers where he said, "Lazarus, come forth, pick up your bad, pick up your mat, and walk and go home." Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That's more of a command. And the thing is, too, with you got to know your authority in God. Jim just bought a new car. Thank you, Jesus. And um, uh, so, if he's given me a set of keys to those car, to that car. If, if I had to call him and ask him every time I wanted to start that car, he would get annoyed with me, wouldn't he? He'd be like, girl, I gave you keys. Just start the car and go and do what you want to do. And it's the same thing with, like, commanding. He's given us this authority. He's given us the keys of the kingdom. And as we begin to command the sickness, the devil's work in a person's life, we command it to go. It, you know, it has to leave. I don't have to ask his permission, but sometimes people can petition prayer or command prayer. I normally, if by leading of the Holy Spirit, he may tell you to pray different ways, but normally I command, um, I command the prayer, or I command prayer. And so anyways, I just want Isaiah to come up for a minute, because I want to go through some keys. Um, okay, when, when you're praying for the person, you have to, um, yeah, let's go over here so people can see you. This is not going to be harmful. Don't worry. Okay. Here, stand like this. You're so awesome, Isaiah. When you're praying for the person, you want to put them at ease. All right? Let's say Isaiah spent 10 hours working on his hair. And the first thing you do, the first thing you do is you're like right on their head, Right? You put their hand right on their head and they're like, oh, you always want to be mindful. You want to ask if you can, you know, where the, if let's say he had back pain, may I put my hand on your back? You know, where is the pain? Ask where the pain is. And so if he says lower back, I want, um, you know, I'm going to put it, is it okay if I put my hand on the lower back? And you want to be respectful and, and you want to bless them. You don't want to make them feel awkward. You know, it's, it's about blessing the person. So as I begin to do that, what happens if someone comes up and they have a bunch of stuff? Like they have knee pain, <laughs> they have shoulder pain, they have all of these things. You don't want to pray for all of them at once. You want to ask God which one you want to start praying for. I think you're done. I'll have you come back up after. It's going to be a little bit. <laughs> sit, sit next to Jim. <laughs> um, anyways, so there was this one time in Brazil where this, this woman, she had... Um, she had shoulder pain, and she had knee pain. She had knee replacements. And so um, she was in a lot of pain. And a lot of times when you're asking them when, before you're praying, you know when you go to the doctor and you ask them, they, they ask you your pain level. How many, every, probably everyone in this room has said, they said 10 being the worst pain, 1 being hardly any pain. They have those smiley faces there, sad faces. So you want to ask them before you start praying, what is your level of pain? And so this woman ended up telling me, um, I know, I've got to hurry up. This woman ended up telling me that she had like eight pain. And so anyway, so I started, uh, um, you know, I just, you know, I was like, wow, what can't you do? That's a good question to ask. What can't you do? What is something that you can't do? And she couldn't move hardly at all. And so as she was, um, <clears throat> as she was doing that, uh, she showed me she could hardly move her shoulder. And so uh, I just invited the Holy Spirit to come. And actually, no, 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 wait a minute. I prayed for her knees. Sorry about that. She could hardly move her knees. She was in a lot of pain. I prayed for her knees. I got on my knees, and I, she was sitting. I prayed for her knees, and I asked the Holy Spirit to come. And a lot of times when people start praying, they may feel heat. They may feel um, tingling, they may feel nothing at all, but there's some things and you want to know. You want them to be in an attitude of receiving. You don't want them up there um, praying in tongues, if, you're, if they're, you know, Pentecostal. You don't want them up there uh, praying. This, you want them, and you say, why would you say that? Listen, this is their time to receive, to stand in faith, and to pay attention to their body. Amen. When they're done, they can praise God and thank him for healing, or if they didn't get healed, then they can they can petition and continue to believe God then. But you want them to be in an attitude of receiving because you know what? And that was hard for me because I was taught, man, you're spiritual if you pray in tongues while someone's praying for you, you got it. But see, when, when, you, uh, uh, when you're trying to pour water into something and you're trying to pour out, it doesn't work very good, does it? So just, let, just be, make sure that they're in an attitude to receive, and then you want them to talk to you <laughs> if they start feeling anything. If they start feeling it. So let's say I I started praying for that woman. And I started inviting the Holy Spirit to come. And whatever God was leading me to pray. And as I was doing, she's like, oh, I'm feeling heat. I'm like, yes, where are you feeling heat? And she shows me, I want to bless that. And I want to ask the Holy Spirit to come. And so I I just started praying. And to make a long story short, her knees ended up healing. I asked her to, um, you know, I I prayed for her. Then I asked the third step, which is to stop and to re-interview. What? Which is to stop and to re-interview because I asked her, Um, and then uh, so she started to move. She's like, "It's a little better." And then uh, I re-engaged. I prayed again, and I asked the Holy Spirit to come. I blessed what He was doing. I say, "Holy Spirit, come!" And I said, "What's happening? You want them to talk to you because it's not just about you. It's about Holy Spirit and what He's doing, and you're partnering with Him." Amen. And so I'm like, what is happening? And so she, you know, she starts when she's like, it's getting better. I'm like, wow, how much is she? She Because I can move it a lot better. Is it better? Is it all the way? She's like, no. And so I started praying for her and it started getting better and better and better. And finally she was able to do all of this. And then I went to ask her, I said, okay, let's pray for your shoulder. She said, wait a minute, my shoulder's completely healed. I didn't even have to pray for her. I don't know why. And the thing is, we don't know why. God heals sometimes, and sometimes He doesn't. I have no idea. Do you know? I don't know. But all I know is He, he asks us to pray for sick people, and so, so that's what that's what it was. So I um, re-interviewed. Now let me find my little list here. I'm losing my thing. Oh, it's on the floor. <laughs> okay. So um, I stopped and re-interviewed. And now number five is post-prayer suggestions. Let's say one thing. I want to. I want to. Really, really highlight when you're praying for people. Never if they if they don't get healed, I, I want to just stress this so much. Never ever sit there and tell them that they have no faith. Never do that. Never. Do you realize the, the Bible talks about the devil being what? The accuser of the brethren, right? He comes to accuse people, to make them feel like garbage. And so when you say you have no faith, that's why you didn't get healed, what's, what are you doing? You're partnering with him. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So you always want to be encouraged. You always want to be encouraging. What's, let's say that you do sense something that maybe they're in sin or something. Please don't sit there and say, this. you have sin, that's why you're, you're sick. Hey, maybe that's the case but you gotta have a word of wisdom to go with that word of knowledge, amen? And you always want to be loving. You never wanna be condemning because it's about glorifying Jesus, amen, in this whole process. And so you, you, don't, you don't wanna do that. You wanna be kind. You wanna listen to what God says. And um, so you wanna give him subjections. Let's say when you go to a doctor and they're not healed, what happens? The doctor gives you a little prescription. So let's say they're not healed. You give them a prescription of scripture. Amen. You know, meditate on Psalm 103. You know, just be gonna do that and and come back for prayer. Just keep coming back. And so you want to be so encouraging. But if they if they um, if you pray for someone, here's another thing. There was another time that I was praying for someone, and their pain started moving. So you want you want them to talk to you. You say, close your eyes, get an attitude of receiving. Just let. Pay attention to what God's doing in your body and talk to me and tell me what he's doing while I'm praying for you. And if they start saying the pain is moving, um, a lot of times that, that we have found that that is an afflicting spirit. It doesn't mean the person has a demon. It means that the demonic is messing with them. And, so and, and that's not a scary thing. That's a good thing because you know what? You're like, aha, I got this. So, so their pain starts moving. So there was one time I prayed for someone, and their pain, I think it was in our group, I don't know if it was our grow group or my class, and their pain started moving, 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 and then it went out. And so (laughs) you just continue to to co-labor with God, and you command that thing to leave in the name of Jesus, get it hands off of that person, you speak against the afflicting spirit in the name of Jesus. You can never say the name of Jesus too much, and you just want to have it to go, you just want it to go. And the thing is, too, you don't—when you, you pray for people—I'm sorry, I'm going so fast. But when you pray for people, you always want to use short prayers. You don't want to pray a whole book. Please don't do that. Because a lot of times the person's waiting for you. Maybe God's healing them. And they're waiting for you to shut up so they can tell you <laughs> that, My, I got heat all in my hip, extreme heat. Please stop. Like, I, I, I want to move it. I want to see, you know. And um, so you want to pray short prayers like Jesus did. And I can give you some. They're not rocket science. You can pray simple prayers like this, like, More Lord, bless what he's doing. If he's having heat, let's say they come up for pain in their back, but their heat's in their neck— You want to pray where God's moving, amen? You want to bless what he's doing, and you say, more Lord, more power, more love, more peace, whatever God is doing. Sometimes when you're praying for someone, you can see, because you have your eyes open, you can see an extreme peace fall on all over them. How many know what I'm talking about? And you want to bless whatever God is doing. You want to say, thank you, God. You cannot thank God enough through this process of praying for the sick. You cannot thank God because every little thing he does, it's not you. It's him doing it, amen, and you want to give him glory. So as they begin to get heat, you're like, thank you, God. You're moving. We give you praise. You see that he's moving on you. We praise you. And and as you continue to continue to re- pray uh, to stop and go, stop and go. As you continue to do that, you're going to start to see that God will move, and a lot of times they will get completely healed. And it's amazing, and you give God all the glory for it. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so we're going to take a a minute. I'm running late. I'm so sorry. Did, Did you guys understand everything I taught? That probably takes a lot longer than what I had time to give to you today. But, um, y- you know, there's things that you can, uh, there's things that you can get. You can get, um, uh, Randy Clark has some, this is uh, his teaching, John Wimber's teaching. You can find the five-step prayer model online. You can listen to people teach about it, and you can get a lot more than you just got from me. <laughs> more detail. And I, And I just want to see God move in your lives. Amen? That we can raise up. Men and women of God who will take the reality of God's kingdom. Amen. The reality, that's the power of God, what he's called to, to Onondaga County and the world. Amen. 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 So um, this is a little bit risky, um, and I know we're, we're late, but how many want to just be able to try this out? Amber, come on up. Do you know, um, is there anyone in here? Um, Maybe you have you have pain on, on, I think it's your left shoulder, and it moves. It kind of, you just have pain, and it continues to move. You do? Okay, come on up, Jeanette. We're going to take a couple minutes, and we're just going to pray. I want to say sometimes, um, a lot of times when I was praying for sick people, come on up, sweetheart, when I was praying for sick people, before I learned this simple model, um, I would pray once, and that would be the end of it. But I learned Um, after seeing so many people healed, that you got to go after it. There's times where you can, you know, God's moving and you want to stick with it. There's times people get instantly healed one prayer, or there's times where you stick with it. Um, And so sometimes just keep going after it. Um, I know Mary had prayed for someone who had bunions in their foot, um, and they could not wear heels, and she was this young girl. I mean, God cares even about us girls wearing heels. I mean, come on. (laughs) And so she prayed for her for 45 minutes, And God was healing her a little bit at a time. Amen. And one more thing. Sometimes when you pray for someone, don't get upset if they don't get healed. It's God who does it because you never know what will happen. Yesterday... This is a prime example. We were at Feed the City, and this woman, she came up to us, and she said, ah, she was so happy because a year ago when we went to that same neighborhood, I'm so sorry, honey, (laughs) we went to the same neighborhood, someone on our team prayed for her. She had a stroke, and half of her face was paralyzed. And someone prayed for her, and she came and said, after we prayed, a little while after, that, maybe that, that next day, I can't remember what she said, or that evening, her face was completely fine. And so God healed her. So sometimes you pray for someone and they don't get healed. Don't, please don't ever tell them it's their fault. Please don't ever feel like it's your fault. You're just cooperating with God and he's the healer, amen? We're just the little, um, uh, what's it called? We're the extension cord that he uses. Okay, so um, so you can ask her like the, what happened to her. Yeah, can I have the mic? I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll hold
1: it. Okay. Uh, What's happened to your shoulder? I've had pain in my left shoulder for several months now. Um, It travels down through my arm, and when it gets really bad, it goes down through my forearm down to my hand. And sometimes it's worse, sometimes it's easier, and I'd like it to be healed.
0: Mm. Awesome. Okay, you can probably ask her some, sorry, like, sorry I'm a big mouth, I apologize um, You can ask her like, um, uh, do you have it all the time? It comes and goes It comes and goes mm-hmm. um, Does it happen when you're doing something specifically? Um, yeah. If I'm, if I'm lifting, if I'm
1: carrying things um, When I go to sleep at night, I have to move my arm and my shoulder a certain way So that I won't have pain, so that I can sleep
0: Are you in pain right now? not really that badly. Okay, is there a thing that you couldn't do that um, maybe when I, when I do this. See, now,
1: sometimes it hurts, sometimes it doesn't. It's okay. like something moves in there and when it moves Dude, in the wrong not, way, totally this way when it moves the wrong way, that's when I'll get the pain.
0: Okay. Did you sense any pain now just as like you right doing now. It? right now? Yeah. yeah. So you, so you can tell that you have yeah, pain. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, like right now oh. it was worse. Okay. Yep.
0: Gotcha. And, like, did anything, like, can you think, uh, the best of your ability, sorry, Amber, I'm no, going to have I'm you listening. pray, um, that anything traumatic happens when this happens? Like, did, how did it happen? Did you get in a car accident? Like, what happened?
1: No, I thought it was wear and tear. Um, traumatic, like you just said, six, seven months ago, family issues. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. And that's right about when this all started up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you feel like, um, I know this is getting a little personal, which we (laughs) probably normally would not have everyone watching during this. So we apologize. But, um, when this, were you able, did you find yourself having to forgive your, not forgive yourself or, um, having bitterness or resentment towards anyone? Yes. 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 Okay. So you're having a um, problem forgiving yourself yes. or someone else? Someone else. Someone else. Okay. Yes. So can we just like pray? Right. Now? I know it's in front of everyone. Are you okay with this? Yes, that's Are you fine. guys okay with this? We love her, right? That is is good. God is good. Come God on. Is good. <laughs> so can you just, I know you know how to do this. You uh-huh. can walk someone through a prayer of forgiveness or they can just pray from their heart. And just what I want you to do is just to pray and just forgive this person and release them to God and give a blessing. You don't know if you can. I don't know if I can. Right now, I don't know if I can. Okay. Awesome. I don't know. Well, that's not awesome, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's very pain painful. Yeah. Okay.
1: I know I have to. Okay. I but, know that's where I should be.
0: Okay. But but God will help you in doing that.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe we can, after, pray for you alone in that and walk you through that process. But okay. you know what? Let's just pray for your shoulder now, yes. and let's see if um, what God does. Okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, just close your eyes okay. and just get into an attitude of um, just prayer and just focus on God. And and so your shoulder hurts right over here.
1: It's like right in
0: here. Right in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right where, the joint right where the joint. So just um, put your hand there. Yeah, is it I okay? To put my hand yeah. on your shoulder. Okay. And so just right now, just invite God to come, invite the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this woman. We pray that you come and heal her, Holy Father, wonderful, magnificent Father. We just ask that you come and heal her shoulder, Lord. Give her movement. Um, uh,
1: Untighten the muscles, Lord.
0: Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, put the joints back in where they go, Father. Yes, the rotators, Lord, just he, in your son Jesus' name, heal this woman, Father, and pray in your mighty, mighty son's name, in Jesus' name, yeah. Lord, and come just, now. You can just say, you don't even have to pray that long, but you can just say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Just invite the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. And you can wait. Say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Pain, go. Pain, go. Healing, come. Healing, come. In Jesus' name. Now, do you feel anything? Are you feeling? Sometimes people feel heat. Sometimes people feel. feel Okay, that's good. So we thank you, God. Can you try to see if you can move it? Is there anything different that you notice? Well, the way I move. Wow, that's amazing. I'll claim that
1: healing. I'll take that healing, God. Okay, that's amazing.
0: Wow, that's so good. Okay, praise God. Whoa, I got two mics here. (laughs) Did that help you guys? Did that help you guys in how to pray for someone? Do you see how simple and how easy it was? Just loving the person and walking through. You don't have to have long prayers. Holy Spirit, come. Whatever God tells you, wait. Allow the Lord to move and continue to move. So anyways, we're gonna end because I ended too late and I apologize, will you guys forgive me? Awesome. Okay, so let's just um, pray. So, Father, I just thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for this time. I thank you, Lord, that we got to learn, Lord, how to pray for sick people and to walk into the kingdom of God where you've called us to live. And so, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you called us to live naturally supernatural, and we give you the praise. I pray, and I pray that every person in this room would be pricked in their heart to pray for sick people and um, people who are, who are going through stuff, and Lord, and to see your hand move where they live, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.